0: Welcome to the Chatting Cowboy Show. This is Lucas Mensel on the DFW Sports Guy podcast, and this is the first episode of our Dallas Cowboys coverage. Uh, this will be its own own show on this podcast feed. Um, as of now, you've um, had the half-court heave uh, Dallas Mavericks show and a few uh, Dallas Mavericks post-game podcasts. So, if you are a fan of basketball and a fan of the Mavericks, uh, go ahead and check those out. They're um, already on this feed, you can see them on the pr- uh, previous available episodes, um, but today, uh, this this podcast is going to be all about the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to do a brief overview of the offseason, and just what has happened so far, and our thoughts on it, and what we uh, see happening in the future, and uh, oddly enough, and uh, funny enough, uh, as we're recording this, um, a few minutes prior, um, the breaking news came down that the Cowboys have uh, inked a deal with Randall Cobb, uh, the wide receiver, previously with the Green Bay Packers. So we're going to jump into that real quick because that's just what's breaking right now. So we're going to talk all about that. But Randall Cobb has a uh, has signed with the Dallas Cowboys on a one-year deal for $5 million. Um, he's most likely uh, going to play slot, but I think there's a lot of position flex uh, that he will offer. Um, He's basically filling the role of uh, Cole Beasley, who, um, as we'll get into uh, (laughs) in the offseason, has left the Cowboys, and he's signed with the Buffalo Bills for four years and $29 uh, million. Um, So he's basically going to be replacing that. I'm really uh, excited about this deal. Um, I know Cobb. um, A lot of people aren't as high on him because of some injury history. He only played uh, nine games last year. Uh, But prior to that, I mean, he uh, passed four seasons before last year. He played you know, anywhere from 16 to 13 games. So he's playing mostly full seasons um, and has been pretty productive uh, for the Packers. Um, so I think he uh, offers a lot of um, upgrade over Beasley. Uh, he's bigger, and I think he can do a bit more, more things. And like I mentioned before, he offers you a bit of position flex. So Beasley mainly could... He's only uh, was working in the slot. I mean, you could put him outside a little bit, but um, with this, I think, because your your top three receivers is going to be Amari Cooper and uh, Michael Gallup. There's going to be your main two, your X and Y, (coughs) or your X and Z, (coughs) your X and Y, and then um, Cobb will be your your slot, the Z. But I think with Cobb, he has the – flexibility to where he can play outside. So that gives you a lot of um, creative freedom offensively and hopefully Kellen Moore the new offensive coordinator uh yep Scott Linehan he's gone. Um, hopefully can take take use of that uh to where uh you could move Kyle on the outside and then um, someone like Amari Cooper you could line in the slot which I think opens up a lot of mismatches and uh interesting routes that uh Cooper could be running. Um, cause I know Cooper, uh, he, he's excelled when using the slot. Um, so I think it, it offers a, uh, I think it's a great move for Dallas and I'm really excited about it. And I mean, just from uh, a roster building, team building perspective, I mean, this is what the good teams do. I mean, if you just look, I mean, the production you're going to get from Cobb is going to be basically the same that Beasley was going to give you, if not better. And you're paying them five mil for one year. Um, while Buffalo's paying Beasley twenty nine mil over four seasons, uh, this is what the good teams do, um, and what the Cowboys have done lately. Because um, a lot of people get upset. Um, oh, they're not spending in free agency. Uh, they're not signing, you know, this this top target. You know, but NFL free agency. I mean, time and time and again, if you look at it, uh, the big spenders in free agency are always the bad teams. It's always the Buffaloes, the Detroits, the Cleveland's. Um, you know. If you're a good team, you shouldn't have to spend in free agency. Uh, and I think the Cowboys—they used to be like that. And um, with the regime, regime change, but a regime pivot, um, Stephen Jones and Will McClay have really, and Jason Garrett to an extent, have really, um, you know, changed the um, operation mindset of the front office to where they use free agency. They usually play on the second week, which is the week we're in now, where you know everyone signs. You know what with wide receiver here with Cobb everyone signs the big names the, the the high market um the high dollar free agents and then someone like Cobb just kind of falls through the falls through the cracks and then you can get him on a cheap deal for one year and that's the other thing so if Cobb uh if he balls out has an amazing year either i mean obviously you could resign him but i don't think Dallas would um because as i'll explain later but uh, if they don't re-sign him but he has a great year and someone next year in free agency um, you know, throws a big contract at Cobb, then all of a sudden um, the Cowboys will get a compensatory pick for Cobb leaving as long as they don't sign uh, another free agent next year uh, to that similar um, deal that Cobb would have got with a new team. I know it's kind of complicated um, and if if you're not familiar with that, uh, let me know and in a future podcast, maybe next week, I can kind of explain some of the um, some of the intricacies of uh, how the cap works and how the NFL works on a on a larger whole. I mean, the Patriots do that a lot, where they let they let uh, players go um, who play well in their system, and then they sign. Big contracts elsewhere, and then that's why the Patriots always have like 10 draft picks every year because they get these comp- compensatory picks every year for people that left. And that's a great way to build because you can get these extra picks. And then the best way to build is through the draft because it's controllable talent um, that's going to play really well, that's young, and you're basically uh, more than likely going to be, be getting way more production. Um, for what their values, for whatever their their draft, uh, you know, rookie contract is, so it's just it's just what the good teams do, and I'm glad the Cowboys are finally doing it. They've been doing it consistently the last few years, and I know a lot of the fan base moans and bemoans about it, that you know, oh, they don't, we should have signed Earl Thomas for that, but um, as you'll see, uh, the Cowboys will be fine, and um, they're using free agency to just plug holes in – fill needs so that way when the draft comes you're not drafting for need and you can just take best player available um, you know to an extent I don't know if they're going to like draft a QB if the best player on the board is a QB but um, the best player available that makes sense and um, I mean that's just the way you got to team build uh, the, right, the right the right way um, now with Cobb being signed I do wonder what happens with Alan Hearns um, I thought they would cut him um, already um, you know, he had the horrific injury at, um, in the um, towards the end of the season there. Uh, but with Cobb being signed, I don't really see a place uh, on the team for Hearn's. I don't really see him as a fourth receiver because um, they did they did re-sign Tavon Austin. So um, I see him kind of being the odd man out. I don't now. I don't think they're going to cut him right now because injuries do happen. So I imagine they'll bring him to camp and just he'll be depth. Um, but I don't think he'll make the final 53. And, um, but if they need to cap space for some reason, I mean, if you were to cut him, he'd, he'd save $5 million. So um, it's quite a nice chunk of change that the team could save if they wanted to spend it elsewhere. So, um, I mean, if some type of trade comes to fruition, which we'll talk about, because I, I do think maybe the Cowboys may be trying to trade one of their uh, marquee players, which well, that's a tease right there. We'll get to that in a second. But... Um, but I do wonder what – I think this probably with signing Cobb uh, spells the end for Alan Hearns as a cowboy, um, which it may result in a training camp cut. But uh, I think that's uh, likely where things are headed with them. So uh, that's I just had to cover the Randall Cobb thing because that just all kind of broke um, just right prior to me recording this. So I just had to get into that, and I, I'm excited. And uh, now they had other visits today. Um, Eric Berry uh, came and uh, visited, but they did not strike a deal. Um, now, that doesn't mean he's not going to sign here. If you remember last year, Alan Hearns also it was a similar situation where uh, he came and visited the star in Frisco and met with the Cowboys and didn't come to a deal. But then, uh, like a week later, they ended up coming to an agreement on a contract. So um, I'm sure Eric Berry has a lot of suitors, and so the Cowboys is just one of the teams he's meeting with. He'll probably meet with other teams and then make his decision. Uh, where he wants to go so don't rule Eric Berry out Um, it's very likely he could still be in play now it all depends on his health and (laughs) you know what the Cowboys feel about that Um, now if he's healthy I mean obviously it's a no-brainer you gotta sign him Um, now I I, personally me I would sign him to a one-year deal Um, just maybe a high guarantee on it and just get him here for one year and to see what he has and how he performs. If he plays amazing, then then you have a discussion where um, do we want to bring him back? I mean, he's 31 already, so I mean, do you want to you know put a, a three-year contract on someone like that, four years, or something like that, um, <clears throat> after next season? But the reason I would do one year, because it gives you the flexibility to where uh, you could bring him back if he plays really uh, great and um, by all, you know, Uh, accounts he's a great team leader and uh, could really shape the locker room especially for the defensive side but um i would do a one-year deal because uh if there is issues um you know he isn't healthy or if he's just not the same player anymore you can kind of just wipe your hands of it um after the one year uh to where um it doesn't really hurt you going forward um, but another bonus is if he does play really well, but you don't want to bring him back because you just don't want to commit to him long-term, he then will sign elsewhere. Someone will give him a high, a high dollar deal. And then you get a compensatory pick. Um, and someone like Eric Barry, if he plays really well, he'll probably get something. Um, similar to what Earl Thomas got. So you'd probably get like a third round compensatory pick um, in the 2021 draft. Um, if he would have signed somewhere else in 2020. So, That would be great. I mean, that's just what the great teams do. And so um, I I hope that's what the Cowboys are thinking. Who knows what they're thinking? But um, that's what I would do um, if I was running the Cowboys, which that would be sweet, wouldn't it? Um, So uh, and another, they uh, brought in Malik McDowell, um, defensive tackle. Take a look at him. Now, his health is an issue. Uh, He had an ATV accident like a a year or so ago. Um, so it's just, who knows, uh, he's got to pass a lot of stuff, but I mean, the Cowboys are looking at uh, defensive line depth. Uh, the other rumor, big rumor today is them possibly acquiring, uh, Robert Quinn from the Miami Dolphins. Um, he's been around the league, bounce a few, bounce around a few teams. Um, but he, uh, he had like 19 sacks, I think in 2014. Um, so, I mean, he, he clearly, uh. The talent's there. It's just, like, how consistent can he be? Uh, he's kind of bit up and down. But, I mean, if you can get him – but Miami, they're they're wanting to rebuild. Um, they're seeing a guy because he has one – he has a, an option. It's his last year of his deal. And I think it's, like, $14 million or something like that. So, they're just, like, we're rebuilding. We're trying to tank. So, uh, why are we going to pay this guy that? So, they're probably trying to move him, and they may eat some money to do so. So, I think that's why the Cowboys are interested. I don't think they're trying to pay Robert Quinn $14 million, but but um, – you know, if Miami will eat some of the money, that could be a nice value for Dallas if they can get him for like six mil or something, um, on their own books. Uh, because the Cowboys' defensive line, uh, they do have to address because uh, with Randy Gregory, um, early in the offseason uh, was suspended indefinitely. Um, so we just uh, due to a failed drug test, so uh, and multiple failed drug tests. So we don't know. Um, If he'll be back, I mean, some people think that he may be able to uh, before season's end. But I think you got to uh, construct your team, um, anticipating he won't be back. Um, So you do, you do have some holes to fill on the um, defensive defensive line. Um, Now, the other thing uh, with defensive line is Demarcus Lawrence and what's going on there. now, they franchise-tagged him. Uh, again, they franchise-tagged him last year. He played on the tag. Um, but uh, by all intents and purposes, he probably doesn't want to play on the tag again this year. Um, he, he wants a long-term deal. Now, it's it's good news because he's at uh, voluntary, like, captain workouts um, at the star. So the fact that he's there at the facility um, is a good sign um if he was holding out or felt um very bitter about the situation i don't think he would be there so it's, it's a good sign that he's there and um around the team so i think a, a deal will get done i mean it's just what what i wish we knew what the negotiations are i mean i don't know if he's asking for like cleal Mack money um cuz obviously i don't i don't think the cowboys are going to go there um and this is all basically what's guaranteed. I think Mac was, what, 95-something guaranteed. Um, and, you know, he may be wanting, you know, 20-plus mil a- per year. Um, and now the Cowboys, I mean, have their res- reservations just with Tank's injury history. And right now he needs a – like a, he has a torn labrum and he needs surgery, but he has yet to have it done. But um, – so, I mean, that's kind of a thing. I mean, if he waits any longer, I mean, he potentially could miss the beginning of the season. So, there's a lot of weird stuff going there, um, on there, and there's not, I mean, there's some information on it, but it's kind of curious, and um, some have theorized that maybe the Cowboys are possibly waiting on uh, a, coming to an agreement on a deal um, till after the draft, because um, during the draft, they they may be presented an offer where someone may offer them picks for Demarcus Lawrence. Toward in Dallas, would have to heavily consider, you know, taking that. So I think that's they're trying to keep their option open. Um, but if nothing happens at the draft or like leading up to the draft, I mean I think they'll they'll come to a long term ag- agreement. Um, but I do think that's interesting, and I don't know how fans would feel about that. I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, if a team offers you a first-round pick, let's say uh, for Demarcus Lawrence, and with the with the Cowboys not having a first-round pick because they gave it to Oakland for Amari Cooper, um, you know, I mean, you might take that. And like, if they in the first round with that new pick, if they take a defensive end uh, who has a ton of potential, then From a roster standpoint, then you're paying that person, and if they if they pan out and and is a productive player, um, you're paying them way less than what you'd be paying, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, you know, twenty plus million a year, eating up your cap. So, I mean, football, I mean, NFL, it's all about cap gymnastics and how you manage it um, by just, uh, you know, getting the best roster. Um, and New England, I mean, they're wizards at this, and this is why they just uh, have been so solid year after year. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Demarcus Lawrence and the Cowboys will come to an extension probably after the draft. Um, so, I'm like, don't, don't get too worried about it. Um, and I think he's a tremendous player, and he's a leader on that defense. And I don't think you want to – there is – if you do trade him um, – since he has such a leader on that team and on the defense, I think that could present problems where players kind of feel like there's a lack of loyalty um, because DeMarcus Lawrence is given his body and he gives his all every snap. Um, so I don't think that'd be great from a player morale perspective. Um, another big headline in the offseason is Jason Witten has come back to the Cowboys. Um, he's unretired, and it remains to be seen if he's going to be the starting tight end or he's just part of the rotation. I just I have a hard time imagining he's going to come back and um, play every snap like he used to. I mean, I think this is more of just giving them a veteran option, and I think it also is kind of like ESPN. is kind of forcing him out the door. And and um, he kind of knew that, and so he and he probably wanted to play football again. He seems like the type that you know can uh can't fight the itch. So Jason Witten's back. Um, he'll probably be your starting tight end. Um, now Jeff Swaim he he signed with Jacksonville, so he's gone. But you have Blake Jarwin and, and Rico Gathers. Um, I I like Jarwin. I think Jarwin um improved a lot during the season and. Um, I think he'll continue to get better. I mean, he's not exactly like Witten. I mean, Jarwin's more of a receiver. I mean, he's more of the new age tight end that you see in the NFL today. Um, but I think it could be kind of, um, a two headed monster there. I think both will get plenty of snaps. I don't think it's just going to be all Witten. So, but I mean, that's huge. I mean, Jason Witten's back. (laughs) I mean, um, and you just hope, I mean, if they're going to make a serious run at the Super Bowl. um, I mean that'd be really, really cool for, for Witt to um finally reach the mountaintop after uh just given 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 everything uh, for the franchise for so long. So um we're all rooting for it. Um but I mean I don't I don't know I don't he's not a, he's not an elite player anymore. I mean he's he's way past his prime. Um another big headline in the off season um, and for the better part of a year and a half is Earl Thomas. And uh, whether he was coming to the Cowboys or not. And, I mean, heavy speculation that, I mean, he wanted to come here. Uh, but Dallas, I mean, he's coming off an injury. Um, he's 30, so he's on the wrong side of 30. Um, as most players, you know, they just they age and uh, don't age well, uh, especially in, in football. So, um, you know, the money he got in Baltimore... It's just the Cowboys were just not interested at that at that uh at that per year. Uh from what I've heard, I mean, they were more comfortable in the eight to ten range, uh, per year. And I mean he was just obviously gonna get way more than that. I mean <laughs> uh, the Redskins gave Landon Collin a stupid contract and it just totally changed the safety market. So uh that should have told you right then and there the Cowboys were not gonna get Thomas unless they broke the bank. And if they would have broke the bank for old Thomas and there's no way to bring him back uh DeMarcus Lawrence long term so um, he could have played on the tag but I mean he'd be, they wouldn't be able to afford him next year because um, the Cowboys have a lot of contracts to kind of figure out what to do um Amari Cooper has a team option this year so um he'll be a free agent um next offseason so they'll need to get an extension done sometime before then um because, I mean, you don't, you don't trade a first-round pick to just have him as a rental. Um, and he's still young, and he's getting better. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's just a matter of the dollar amount in negotiations. Um, the more hot topic one is Dak Prescott and what you do with him. So, uh, this will be the next year. You know, this coming season, 2019 season, will be his final year of his rookie deal. Um, and he'll be a free agent in 2020. Uh Now, I'm interested that that's obviously the most interesting, fascinating part of the Cowboys going forward Um, is this. What does Dak get? Um, And I fear the Cowboys will rush and extend him like this summer and just get an extension done. And I mean, it's smart in one aspect, because if Dak has an amazing year, then his price is going to to go up. You know, if you try to sign him after next season um so if you get ahead of it and then maybe you could get him cheaper but even cheaper stole a lot of money because um, right now he's going to be in that you know probably 22 to 25 mil per year range i mean that's what average qbs are getting nowadays um now i'm not trying to say dax average i think he's a little above average but i don't think he's elite i don't think he's great and i hope Dallas doesn't, like, just throw, like, 30 mil per year at him or something for five years. I mean, (laughs) that's what I worry about. I mean, if they're just, like, super all-in on Dak, and I still don't know. I'm willing to roll the dice, and I wouldn't do an extension. I'd wait to see how the season plays out because if he doesn't perform and doesn't get better, then you need to move on and figure out, you know, who is – The QB of the future for the Cowboys, Um, because the worst thing you can do, the worst thing, um, the worst thing you can be at the QB position, worse than having a terrible quarterback, like uh, the worst, the worst than having no quarterback, is to have a quarterback on a huge contract. That's not very good, because it saddles your team so badly. Like, look at someone like Ryan Tannehill, you know, with the Dolphins. I mean. They gave him a huge contract years ago, and uh, now now he got traded. <laughs> you know, it's just that's just the worst position you can be at. And now I'm not saying Dak's terrible. I just think the the jury's still out on what he is as a as a quarterback. And so I would really I would roll the dice <clears throat> and let him play the season. And if he balls out and he's tremendous and the Cowboys go to the NFC championship game or the Super Bowl and Dak's a pro bowler and putting up amazing stats, then that's just what happens. And you'll pay him the market value. You'll pay him $30 million or whatever next offseason. Um, but I'd be okay with that because then I at least know he has it and he's good, <laughs> like he's worth it. Um, I just, I'm just i scared to death of prematurely just giving him a ton of money when we still don't know exactly um, if he's if he's the guy or not. Um, now, I know that's a huge topic among fans. A lot of people are all in on Dak. A lot of people are not. I mean, I'm just – I think I'm more realistic, more um, just surveying it from all sides of what it is. Uh, I'm not over-hyping him just because he plays for my favorite team. Uh, I know a lot of fans, a lot of people do that. Uh, they think their, their players are the best players. Um So, I mean, I would – but that's something to watch as the offseason goes on uh, because it's something that's going to happen. I think it's likely they're going to get an extension done. um, And if I had to guess, I bet it gets done before training camp starts. Um, But whatever that contract looks like will – I mean, it's it's, it's going to make or break the team going forward. Um, So you just hope – they're frugal and they're smart I know what they're doing. And hopefully if they do an extension, um, hopefully the contract has built-in opt-outs or built-in escapes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the guaranteed money is uh, because obviously if he bottoms out and he's just not who we anticipate him to be, then hopefully you can wipe your hands clean of it and start over. Um, and then another uh, contract coming up is Zeke. Um... He's going to want an extension. There's rumors already that he wants to get an extension done. I mean, Gurley got his money last year, and I'm sure Zeke wants something similar uh, to that. So, I mean, that I mean, you're looking like 14 mil a year for a running back, and the Cowboys are in an interesting position. Zeke's their best player. Zeke's what – I mean, he's the engine of the team. He's what the team runs on, and without him, the team is vastly different. I mean, when he was suspended – In 2017, I mean, you saw that offense was completely different. And Dak struggled without Zeke. So, I mean, Zeke's super valuable to the team, but the problem is is running backs traditionally don't age well. And literally most teams, and a lot of successful teams, they don't invest heavily in the running back position. They'll have a running back by committee. They just fill whoever in in the backfield. So, I mean, the Cowboys have gone the opposite way, and they have an elite talent at their running back position. And, I mean, that may be, that may be the difference um, because Zeke, I think, is such a, a different player, a special player. And he's such a, a physical freak that, I mean, I could see him more of the way, like, not just falling off a cliff like most running backs do. So, I think I'd be more comfortable with Zeke getting extension over Dak. And so, if I'm doing... In order of events, I think I would give Zeke the extension before I would DAC. Uh, I don't think that's what they're gonna do, but we'll see what happens. Um, but those are things to watch for, and just I mean that's what the Cowboys are dealing with, and what us as fans are gonna be dealing with. Um, there's just a lot of juggling of Cap's face and the money going forward, and then they can they can do it. Um, I mean they're they're great at. Uh, you know, back uh, backloading money, so to speak, where most of the money comes at the back of the deal, so it kind of frees up room at the, be- at the beginning of the contracts. Um, and then they they constantly they'll restructure other deals. Uh, most of their contracts have built-in restructures, like a lot of the offensive linemen, like Frederick Martin and Tyron Smith, um, they have, like, these switches they can flip, basically where it restructures it, where they can move money around, so... Uh, the Cowboys are just, uh, I mean, they're magnificent at it, and they do it all the time. So, I mean, if they needed money to make things work, um, there's restructures all over the roster they could do, or there's cuts that they could make. Um, but another one, uh, but it's going to be hard to get everybody in their money. And uh, Byron Jones may be the casualty of it. Um, he's obviously our best corner. I think he's tremendous. I think he's only going to get better. Um, so, I hope they don't. Uh, let him go, but uh, he may just, um, he may have be going elsewhere next off offseason uh, just because he just don't have enough money for everyone, um, so that'll be something interesting to watch, um, but hopefully they can get something done, um, but this year will be a big year for him because uh, he put up a really solid year last year. Um, and with Chris Richard um, coming in as a defensive back coach, changing that secondary up in the defense as a whole. um, It'll be interesting to see how Byron Jones uh, uh, improves upon uh, this really, really solid season that he had at corner and moving him to corner from safety. So uh, that'll be another thing to watch. Um, So, yeah, I mean – but with free agency, um, it's been going like a week or so now, and I mean the Cowboys' philosophy is they just they don't spend big, they're not big spenders, and uh, they they fill holes where it's smart and makes sense, like with this Randall Cobb deal. Um, I expect them. I expect them to probably sign a safety. Um, now I do f- I do think they feel good about uh, Jeff Heath and Xavier Woods as their safety duo. Um, I think they would feel better if. Uh, if Jeff Heath uh, wasn't your starter, if he's more depth and special teams, so um, but they may address that through draft the draft. Uh, but I do think they'll they'll sign somebody uh, to come in. Uh, so do look at that. I know uh, Clayton Gathers was another safety they looked at from Indianapolis. Um, so there may be something there. I'm hoping it's Eric Berry. I think that'd be the way to go. Um, I would do a one year deal. Um, and let's like let's see what that defense can be because I think that's what the defense is missing. The defense is super young, super talented. I mean, they were just a surprise last year, dominant in in games. I mean, just look at that New Orleans game where they made Drew Brees look silly. Um, but I do they miss they're missing that that safety that ball hawk. I mean, they they do need turnovers and interceptions, and so um, someone like Earl Thomas would have been great. I mean, I don't I don't I think it was smart not to uh, invest money into Earl Thomas, but, uh, someone of that ilk, I mean, but they're hard to come by, but, uh, that's what you're looking for, uh, this, that center fielder that's going to, uh, just, uh, ruin different quarterbacks day across the league, um, but the draft is, you know, coming up in a month or so, and, um, they don't have a first-round pick, um, again, that was traded to Oakland for Amari Cooper, uh, which obviously turned out very well for the Cowboys, uh, so, their their first pick will be in the second round at pick fifty eight. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think it's a possibility they could move up in the second round. Um, they do have a they do have two fourth rounders, so I could see them packaging their fifty eight pick and maybe another fourth round to move up a few spots in the second round if there's a player uh, that they really like that they they don't want to lose. They don't know if it'll fall to them. Um, so I think it's possible you could see some trade-up action. Um, as far as like what they'll be looking at, um, I think they're going to be looking heavy at defense. Um, you'll be able to tell more because um, every team has 30 official visits that they have with people in the draft um, coming into the league. And usually the Cowboys, um, it, Whenever it, they never make it public, but it always leaks out um, who those 30 visits are. And generally... Uh, the Cowboys always take players on those 30 visits, uh, like Van Esch last year. So they, they tend to stick with it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see once those names start trickling in, um, who they're looking at and uh, where they might be going. Um, the few that have come out, um, it's mainly defensive players. So I think that's probably where they're leading. Um, maybe a defensive lineman to get more depth there and just the uncertainty of uh, you know, Gregory and Lawrence, um, there's a few safeties they've looked at. Um, so I think, uh, that's probably the most likely, uh, way they go is on defense, but, uh, I could see them offensively. Um, you know, th- there could be a wide receiver there. Um, I do think they'll probably take a running back. Not, you I know, mean, probably not in the second round, but I, I think they'll take a running back sometime in the draft to, um, to back up Zeke and to just kind of give you uh, flexibility going forward in the future. Um, they'll probably look at, you know, offensive linemen. Um, now they did, I mean, they'll be getting Frederick back, which would be great. And I mean, their offensive line is tremendous. And uh, <clears throat> Joe Looney uh, is coming back. Uh, he'll be a depth at guard and center. And uh, Cameron Fleming, they were able to uh, re-sign and bring him back as a swing tackle, and he was really solid uh, when ha- when he had to fill in. So, I mean, the Cowboys are s- like super stacked offensive line, like starters and some you know depth on the bench. So, I mean, I but I could see them um, taking a, uh, a offensive lineman sometime in the draft for sure, because uh, Le'Al Collins he'll. He'll need a contract here pretty soon. So, um, And, you know, with everyone getting contracts, I mean, uh, someone's going to be left out. You know, there's just not enough money to go around. But, yeah, I mean, it's been an overall pretty quiet off-season for the Cowboys. Um, not too many waves, not too many uh, crazy stuff going on. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the free agency plays out. Um, they're going to be frugal and find the good deals. Uh, that are worth I'm I'm really excited about Randall Cobb and I'm glad that broke right before this podcast so we were able to talk about it um, because uh, these uh this cowboys uh, uh, cowboys chatter the uh, <laughs> chatting cowboys show uh it'll be a weekly show uh, especially during the off season. it'll be weekly uh, we're gonna try to get it to you every Tuesday and every Monday or Tuesday. Um, probably uh, during the season, um, it'll be on Mondays. And then during the season, we'll probably do two episodes a week. Probably one on Monday, one on Friday. Uh, Monday kind of recap the game that happened, and then on Friday, uh, previewing the upcoming game. So, uh, but it'll it'll tend to be a weekly podcast throughout the summer and uh, and through training camp. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I mean, I love. I love football. I love the Cowboys. I've been a fan since uh since I was a little one, a little kid. Um I mean I was born I was born on Super Bowl Sunday in nineteen ninety four, uh, when the Cowboys beat the Bills for a second time. So I was literally born born a Cowboys fan on the day <laughs> on the day they won. So, uh it's been it's been destined <laughs> for for me to do this, I guess you could say. Um but yeah i mean i just uh, i live and die with the team i bleed bleed blue and silver so uh i'm really excited um to uh to do this podcast and i'm excited to uh, do future shows and bring in some guests and uh and do some interviews as well um so uh but to kind of just recap a little bit more of the off season um you know and a little bit uh to recap a little bit of um how the last season went. I mean after the uh, cooper trade I mean the offense totally transformed. it was completely different um, and the Cowboys played really well. um you know I think they they could be they could have beat the Rams, but I mean they couldn't stop them. <laughs> so uh I think that's they do want to uh, redo the defensive line a little bit and uh upgrade those positions. And uh, a lot of people, I mean, obviously, Jeff Heath kind of took the wrong angle on Jared Goff, and Goff was able to get the first down, and so um, that's a lot of people's last taste of Jeff Heath. So they kind of want another safety back there. I mean, Heath's not bad. I mean, if he's your starter, but uh, you could do a lot better than Jeff Heath. Uh, and that's no knock on Jeff Heath. I mean, he's he's solid for what he is, but um, you you do want to try to improve the team. Um, now I'm hoping, I'm really excited again. I'm excited about Cobb signing with Dallas. And uh, I hope, I think Robert Quinn, uh, if we can get a trade with him, trade him from the Dolphins, I think that'd be great. I think that would that would really help the defense, and I'd feel a lot better about the team going forward. Um, especially if Demarcus Lawrence, you know, if they work out a deal. Because if you have Lawrence and Quinn on both ends, I mean, those are really two good players. I mean, really, really good players. I mean, Quinn, obviously he's... Been around and up and down, but I mean, he's he. I mean, if you watched him last year, I mean, he can still play, I mean, he can still go. I mean, he's still, I mean, he's still fairly young and uh, he's got a lot of juice left, so um, I think that would be a tremendous uh, defensive line. And with defensive tackles, if you have uh, Crawford um, in the middle there, uh, with you know, Malik Collins or something, because uh, David Irving, <laughs> David Irving is gone, uh, he uh, he quit football. And, uh, I'm sure you've all heard the headlines and read the stories. I'm not really going to get into it. Um, I just don't think it matters. He's just not a part of the team anymore. And, uh, I think it's time to move on. They, they tried all they could with him. Um, he's a nice guy from what I hear, but I mean, he, um, I just don't think he loves football. He's just not passionate about it. Um, so let him go find something that he's passionate about. Um, and, uh. You know I just I think the Cowboys are positioned um to win the division again. I think I mean it's going to be it's going to be between them and the Eagles. I mean the Giants are a tire fire. <laughs> uh to put lightly. Um but I'm glad they traded Odell so we don't have to uh, worry about him uh twice a year. Um, and the Redskins are their own kind of their own kind of miserable um, stupidity. I don't know. Um, Alex Smith isn't going to be back. Um, they traded for Case Keenum, who's fine. Uh, but he's he's just fine. You know, he, that's all he is. Uh, they don't really scare me. I mean, the Eagles are formidable. The Eagles are really good. And, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be between those two teams, uh, which is great. It's a great rivalry. Uh, Philly and Dallas always... Always play each other hard and have fun games, so it'll be exciting to see how uh, how that plays out. And you know, Dak and Carson Wentz are constantly compared all the time, so um, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how it all plays out. I'm excited. Football season's a ways away, but uh, the draft will be here before we know it. And I love the NFL draft. It's one of my favorite uh, events of the year, favorite couple of days of the year. Uh, I've loved it ever since I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, me and my dad growing up would make a, our own mock drafts and have our big boards. And, um, we know when the draft was on, we'd have all the coverage on the TV and then we'd listen to the uh, coverage on the radio. Um, and, uh, you know, we would have it, uh, from all angles and all sides, all the analysis. And, uh, we would, uh, you know, as the draft would go on, our mock drafts, you know, we would check or X, you know, if we had the pick right, and uh, it's super fun, and, you know, I still do it today just because it's just habit. Uh, I just i love the draft. Uh, it's just, it's, I think it's just great. It's tremendous. It's just one of my favorite things in all sports, <laughs> uh, especially NFL draft. I mean, and the, I think the NFL draft more than any other sport, I mean, these players come in and they impact the team immediately. Um, you know, as as soon as next year, uh, so it's, uh, it can change your, I mean, your team, team's, uh, potential and outlook can change drastically on, on, on draft night, draft day. So, um, hopefully the Cowboys will, and they've been, they've been drafting super well, uh, past few years. Uh, I think Will McClay, uh, being brought in is, uh, you know, head of player development, and player scouting, like he's really uh, transformed uh, what the Cowboys look for and how they, uh, how they scout and how they, uh, you know, rank players and uh, what they, lo- the traits they look for. And uh, I mean, clearly um, the Cowboys have hit, hit hit on draft picks again and again. Uh, their latest one was Leighton Vander Esch last year in the first round. I mean, he's I mean, he looks incredible. I mean, him and Jalen Smith. I mean, they're just that's one of the best linebacker duos going, and it's going to be one of the best duos for like the next five years. Uh, so they know what they're doing, and I just urge fans to trust. I know it's hard to trust the Cowboys because they haven't given us Super Bowls or playoff success in a while, or consistent playoff success. I mean, they they beat Seattle last year, but. Um, they they are doing things right, and I mean it just it 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 takes a while to build a contender, and uh, I think I think the Cowboys, I mean they I think they have like a three year window here where uh, where I think they're gonna get it done um, here sometime in the next three years. I think they're gonna break through and uh, bring another championship to Dallas. Uh, so just uh, get ready for it, and uh, you know the DFW sports guy podcast here. We'll. Uh, Keep having the Chatting Cowboys show weekly, and uh, we'll be back next week breaking down um, what else happens in free agency. We'll probably get into some more discussions um, as far as uh, what's going to happen with the team going forward and uh, players they might uh, extend or or sign. And and then as the draft gets closer, we'll cover the draft more closely at prospects um, that I, I like for the Cowboys and uh, if you're a fan of other Dallas sports teams, um, do go ahead and check out the Half Court Heave show. Uh, that is our Dallas Mavericks podcast. Uh, well, weekly podcast we do on the Mavs. Um, breaking down all things that are the Mavericks and Luka Doncic and Porzingis and the whole crew. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, episode one's already there and Episode 2 should be up shortly. And uh, we do have a few Maverick postgame shows from the few games um, that have happened in the past week. So, uh, go ahead and check those out. And, uh, there should be a, uh, post game pod after the trailblazers game tomorrow. So if you're a basketball fan or a Maverick fan, uh, please go check those out. And, uh, uh we'll have a Texas Rangers show, um, being, uh, uploaded here sometime later this week, uh, breaking down the Rangers and the season <laughs> is fast, fast approaching. So, uh, uh, but if you're just a Cowboys fan, uh, I mean, the Chatting Cowboys show uh, will be here. And uh, uh, just uh, subscribe um, to the DFW Sports Guy podcast. I'm sure that's what you're on right now on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Um, and this show will be on your feed uh, when it pops up. Um, so if you're not a fan of those other shows, I mean, you can just delete them um, when they come up. But I do urge you to give it a listen. Uh even if you're not a fan, it help, helps me out. You know, if you just listen to it for like, however long, um, or if you just want to play it in the background while you cook or clean or something, I don't know. <laughs> any any uh any view helps helps us out over here at the DFW Sports Guy podcast. And I do want to make another plug uh, for a separate podcast. Um, if you are a fan of movies, I uh, mean movie talk. Um, we, Me and my friend, uh, Kelly Phelan, have launched the Picture Show Bros podcast where we uh, talk movies and break down all things movies. Uh, we have the first episode up. That'll be a, a weekly uh, podcast as well. Um, but you can go ahead and find it. You'll search it. It'll be a different podcast feed, so go ahead and subscribe to it. Uh, the Picture Show Bros. and. Uh, yeah, give it a listen and um, tell me what you think. Leave uh, leave a review. Uh, hopefully, five star review. Um, again, you can uh, reach me uh, at underscore DFW sports guy on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and tweet me if you have any questions or um, if you uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, you know any questions that you want me to answer on the next podcast. Uh, go ahead and tweet them at me, and I'll um, have those lined up to answer uh, answer questions uh, next week um or any time in the week if you have a question just tweet it at me and I'll I'll make sure to jot it down and um if for some reason you need to reach me by email uh for whatever reason uh for more uh business inquiry inquiries or if you would like to advertise on the podcast or you know someone that would like to advertise on the podcast uh they can reach me at uh dfwsportsguy@gmail.com so uh you can find me there as well um but yeah, so uh, this has been the Chatting Cowboys Show. Uh, it's been fun, and the Cowboys uh, got Randall Cobb. That's that's exciting, and uh, uh, that offense is looking pretty salty with uh, Frederick coming back to uh, solidify that offensive line. You got Dak, you got Zeke, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, who uh, you know broke out last year, and I think it's gonna be a, a really solid player, and Randall Cobb as well. So. Um, I think that offense is going to be really fun. And you got Jay, Jay Witt back at tight end. So uh, it should be fun. And just like this podcast, it'll be fun. Um, so, again, uh, we're going to dismount here. And um, I'll leave you guys to uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, go ahead and check those other podcasts out if they uh, interest you. Uh, this has been the Chatting Cowboy Show. This has been Lucas Mensal, uh, the DFW sports guy.